0: Welcome to the Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Barra. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Monday, October 10th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we'll talk about the financial reasons motivating some content
1: creators on TikTok to try to form a union. You can have a six-figure following and make a few pennies a day to a few dollars a day. But first, here's the latest.
0: Russia has bombed at least 10 Ukrainian cities, including Kyiv, in retaliation for a huge explosion this weekend at a bridge in Crimea. The bridge is key to Russia's occupation and continued war effort, and Russian President Vladimir Putin called it a terrorist act. Ukraine hasn't officially claimed responsibility, but Ukrainian officials have told outlets like The New York Times and Washington Post that they were behind the attack.
2: Former Federal Reserve Chair Ben Bernanke and two U.S.-based professors have won this year's Nobel Prize in Economics for their work studying bank failures. Bernanke, along with Douglas W. Diamond from the University of Chicago, and Washington University's Philip H. Dibvig, all published work in the 1980s that proved instrumental in preventing global economic collapse after the financial crisis of 2008. Twitter and
0: Instagram have locked Kanye West's accounts after he posted anti Semitic messages. Legally known as Ye, the rapper tweeted he would go, quote, DEF CON 3 on Jewish people. An Instagram post from Friday carried similar anti Semitic messaging. Many celebrities and Jewish groups have been speaking out against West recently. Last week, he was under fire for debuting a White Lives Matter shirt at a fashion show in Paris.
2: A painting credited to one of the most admired Dutch artists ever actually wasn't painted by him. Girl with a Flute hangs in the National Gallery in Washington, D.C. as part of its Johannes Vermeer collection, but there's always been some skepticism. And now, after taking tiny samples of other works and analyzing techniques, a group of curators and scientists say a student or an associate painted it. Whoever it was, though, must have nearly mastered Vermeer's work because they got away with it for nearly 500 years. If you've ever bought a bottle of Texas
0: peat hot sauce, what made you pick that brand instead of, say, Tabasco? For one Los Angeles man, it was all in the name, Texas. And he was so annoyed when he found out it's actually from North Carolina that he's suing, calling for a complete rebrand and compensation for the confusion. Texas Pete is actually very open about the origins of the name, saying it's not cheating at all. And to add another dash of drama, the sauce is actually Louisiana-style.
2: Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. jury selection in Harvey Weinstein's second sex crimes trial begins today in a high-stakes case in Los Angeles. The trial could determine whether the former Hollywood producer walks free. More than 90 women have accused Weinstein of sexual misconduct, and he's currently serving a 23-year prison sentence following his conviction in New York for rape and criminal sexual assault. But the 70-year-old is in the process of appealing that conviction. And if he's successful, the only thing keeping Weinstein in prison would be a guilty verdict in Los Angeles.
0: Protests in Iran enter a fourth week as at least 185 people, including 19 children, have been killed. Officials have been unable to halt the women-led unrest sparked by the death in Tehran of 22-year-old Masa Amini, who died in police custody for allegedly violating the country's strictly enforced Islamic dress code. Authorities in Iranian Kurdistan have closed all schools and universities in an effort to quell the unrest. Police are reportedly arresting children inside schools. Videos shared to social media show protests continuing to take place across the country despite government crackdown and internet blackouts.
2: Pressure is on for the president of the Los Angeles City Council to resign after the LA Times published leaked audio from a meeting featuring her making racist comments. Nori Martinez used a number of racial epithets in a discussion about redistricting secretly taped last year. She disparages indigenous residents as well as a white council member's black son. That council member says the recording shows an effort to weaken black power in the U.S.'s second biggest city. Martinez has apologized, saying the situation got the better of her.
0: Miami Dolphins quarterback Teddy Bridgewater was benched after being hit in the head on Sunday. This is all thanks to new concussion rules which were just implemented by the NFL this week. Pressure was on for the league to do something after Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa suffered back-to-back concussions last month. The new rules automatically bench any player showing signs of ataxia or abnormal
2: balance and stability. If you have an iPhone 14 or a new Apple Watch, the crash detection feature is supposed to call 911 if it detects that you've been in a severe car accident. But the new system seems to be overreaching and calling 911 for people riding roller coasters, according to the Wall Street Journal and the website Coaster 101. The way crash detection works is if your new phone thinks you're in danger, it'll prompt you with a message. And if you don't answer within 20 seconds, it'll will automatically call for help and text your emergency contacts. Apple says it plans to improve its crash algorithm over time. Content creators make money for TikTok, but it's not really always a two-way street. For many creators, their financial well-being is entirely at the mercy of TikTok's mysterious algorithm. And they're over it. Insider's Tanya Chen says a group of influencers are considering forming a union. Hey Tanya. Hi, Rebecca. So, Tanya, how did the idea of forming a union for TikTok creators first develop?
1: Yeah, there's 72 active TikTokers right now when I was writing this in a private Discord chat. And it was started by a pretty well known TikToker whose real name is Forrest Valkai. His handle is Renegade Science Teacher. He was just kind of sharing his gripes and talking to his network of like millions of followers. And then he started posting like closed network friends only TikToks to other creators who were feeling very similarly. And that network branched out. He started the Discord group just to get everyone on the same page talking about similar themes and issues that they've had. And it just kind of word of mouth started growing from there.
2: So I follow John Green on Twitter. He is not part of this group, but he's a prominent author and influencer. He wrote The Fault in Our Stars. He and his brother, Hank Green, actually often complain about how TikTok shares or really doesn't share its wealth. Uh, John recently wrote on Twitter that the company only shares about 4% of their revenue with creators. So Tanya, how do influencers currently make money on TikTok now?
1: So a lot of my reporting previously has been about just how very little that TikTok actually pays creators directly. Obviously, most people know about the creator fund. For those who don't, what is it? So the creator fund was started by TikTok. The way they've calculated it is they have kind of a large amount of money that they split between creators and you get a piece of it based on how many views you bring in it does not pay very much you can have a six figure following and make a few pennies a day to a few dollars a day some tiktokers aren't uh, aren't complaining about it cuz they're like well i make most of my revenue from brand deals i'm also on instagram i'm on youtube i'm you know i'm splitting i'm diversifying my revenue that way other TikTokers are just upset about it based on the principle, right? It's like you're a major tech company raking in tons of money and making a ton of profit off of our content. And we feel like we should see more of that, right? Yeah. So you write
2: that these creators are fighting for a more standardized form of monetization. What would that look like?
1: They want it to be modeled more like YouTube. A lot of people in this Discord cited YouTube as just kind of an example. What are they saying YouTube is doing differently or better? So YouTube gives creators a a more insightful and a more standardized overview of what they'll be paid. So Mm. most creators have an idea of what they'll make, um, and they can go off of that to kind of figure out where they need to subsidize maybe their earnings. Mm. Um, And it's just overall more. You know, they just make more based on views um, and based on output.
2: Tanya, but you write that it's not just about how creators make money, they're also seeking other types of protections too. Can you give us some examples?
1: Yeah, so many of these TikTokers um, have faced years and years of just their accounts being banned and flagged and suspended under suspicious or confusing circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, And when that happens, if they believe that their account was banned erroneously, they don't have anyone, a human person at TikTok to go to. When their accounts are banned for days, for weeks, they lose earning potential um, and brand opportunities And so it is not just not being able to post content, it is their livelihoods being completely upended.
2: But Tanya, legal experts say that these creators who are not employees will have a difficult time forming a union. What are the biggest
1: obstacles they face? So union laws are a little bit antiquated in that they right now only serve to protect unions formed for full-time employees. When it is a group of social media creators, they're kind of operating in that liminal space between they're definitely not full-time creators, they're more freelancers, but they're also not um, a freelance group that we have clearly defined. You'd have to get every social media creator on every social media platform to come together and subscribe and to like join hands in a union effort to kind of force these big social media tech companies to participate and acknowledge them.
2: It's so interesting how unions and our labor laws just haven't caught up to the way people make money nowadays. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I look forward to seeing what happens and reading your reporting on it. Thank you so much, Tanya. Yeah. And thank you for having me. Tanya Chen is a senior reporter covering tech and the creator economy at Insider. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.